Welcome back once again to Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan. And today I'm continuing the episode, Standing for the Truth, No Matter the Cost. And just as a reminder, if you have any questions about anything that you've heard on one of the episodes, I now have an email for the podcast, and that is truthfromtheheartpodcast at gmail.com. Truthfromtheheartpodcast at gmail.com. So if you've got a question or a comment, I will respond to you as quickly as I can. And I'm hoping to eventually get these podcast episodes on a podcast platform. And when I do, of course, I will let you know that as well. So again, this is a continuation of the episode, Standing for the Truth, No Matter the Cost. And I'm hoping to encourage you to stand for your faith, no matter what is going on in the world around us. And I started the last episode Uh, I think it was important to get it out of the way, and that was answer the question, who do you serve? Because you cannot serve two masters. Do you serve the world? Or do you serve God Almighty? And I read, of course, Joshua 24, 15. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's the final sentence of that verse. Many people know that part of the verse. And so, again, I think it was important to get out of the way right off the bat. Who do you serve? And then I talked about how Paul encouraged the believers in Corinth and us as believers to stand strong in our faith and that we are to spread the truth of the gospel in love to our neighbors. But again, as Christians, we are called to stand on the truth of God's word. And one of the ways that we can stand for the truth is to know the truth. And that's why every episode, I just encourage you to read God's word, let it speak to you in your life. And uh, I'm going to be giving you a lot of scripture. I encourage you, if you have not read any of these stories, I encourage you to read them, but maybe you haven't read them in a long time. I encourage you to go back, read them and let the word of God speak to you. And one of the ways that we can help protect the truth and not protect it, but I guess remember it and hide it in our hearts is by putting on the full armor of God. And I talked about that as well. And if you have never read about the armor of God, again, you can find that in Ephesians 6, 11 to 19. That's all about the armor of God. And one One more final thing before I get going on today's episode, and that was I also talked about in the last episode how we are to stand for those who cannot speak for themselves. I think that is very important. The children, those who are in the womb, we have got to stand up and say this is wrong, and we have got to stand up and speak the truth in love and stand for those who cannot speak for themselves. So I started giving examples of people in the Bible who stood up for their faith no matter the cost. And I started with Noah. And I know Noah is probably one of the most popular Bible characters. I'm sure you've heard about him, but there is so much more to the story than just he built an ark and sailed it. And then, you know, and that was it. And then, you know, the the flood came and then his family was spared. It took a lot of faith to trust God. He gave very specific specifications on how the ark was to be built. And Noah built the ark. He had faith in God and God blessed him and his family and spared them from the great flood because Noah stood for his faith, no matter the cost. And you can find all about Noah. You can read the story of Noah in Genesis chapters six through 10 Genesis chapter six through 10. There's also a mention of Noah in the faith chapter, which is Hebrews 11 and Hebrews eleven seven again, talks about Noah. And it says, I'm going to actually read that one for you by faith. Noah being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen 
in reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. So because Noah had faith and trusted God, God spared his family. Again, that was from the faith chapter, Hebrews eleven seven. So continuing on with our next look at somebody who stood for their faith, no matter the cost, and that was Abraham. And you can read about Abraham in Genesis 12. And then chapters 15 through 18. But also one that I think is important, a chapter that's important to read is Genesis 21. It talks about the birth of Abraham's promised son, Isaac, and just how important that was and how amazing and what a miracle that was. Both Abraham and his wife, Sarai, were advanced in age, but God promised him a son and talked about how he would have descendants beyond any number that he could ever count. And so Isaac is the promised son. But Abraham had to have great faith because in Genesis 22, God told Abraham to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. And Abraham was willing to do that and to trust God and give up his only son. And I want to read what God's response was to that. And if, if you don't know the story, God, of course, stopped Abraham from killing his son. But it was more of a test of his faith. And here was God's response. It's in Genesis 22, 16 to 19. And said, by myself, I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of the heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore and your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men and they arose and went together to Beersheba and Abraham lived at Beersheba. Again, that was God's response to Abraham being willing to sacrifice his only son, the son that God promised to him. That is why it's so important for us to stand for the truth, no matter the cost. A woman in the Bible that stood for her faith and had faith, and she stood up for the Jewish people, and that is Queen Esther. You can read about Queen Esther in Esther 4, and then 7 through 9. So Esther 4, and then chapters 7 through 9, you can read all about Esther. Another one is Moses, and in Exodus 4, Moses goes into the Pharaoh's court, and he was king of Egypt at the time, and Moses went into him, and he, he said, look, you need to let God's people go. Now, Moses already had an excuse, and he said, I'm not very good at public speaking. So God said, I've already got that taken care of. And he, he sent his brother Aaron with him, who was a better speaker. But nevertheless, Moses had faith that God would lead the people out of Egypt and into the promised land. So again, Moses is another very important figure. And then three of my favorites are in the book of Daniel. And again, I'm sure you've heard this story as well, and that's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. In Daniel 3, 8 to 25, it talks about how they were commanded to bow down to a false idol, and they refused. And they said, we will stand for our faith. We only bow to our God, God Almighty. And they were thrown into the fiery furnace. And uh, again, if you know the story, you know Jesus appeared in the fire with them, and he was there with them and spared them from the fire. They were willing to die to not bow to a false idol. They were willing to die for their faith, and what great examples they are. And also in Daniel, 
Those were Daniel's friends, but also Daniel himself. There was a decree made by the king at the time, and it said, you can only pray to me, or you can only pray to a false god. And Daniel, of course, had great faith, and he said, I don't care. I am praying to my God because I know that that's what I'm supposed to do. And he had great faith, and of course, Daniel was thrown into the lion's den for disobeying that decree. But again, God spared him once again. These are many examples of those who have stood for their faith. And this this last one, oh, I'm sorry, by the way, Daniel in the lion's den, you can read about that in Daniel chapter 6. And then this last one is another well-known one, and that is Stephen. And Stephen was accused of blasphemy in Acts 6, 8 to 15, and then he was actually stoned in Acts 7, 54 to 60. You can read about the stoning of Stephen. And one of the, the figures in the stoning of Stephen that we hear about later, and I'm about to talk to him and talk about him in just a moment, and that is Saul. Saul was there presiding over the stoning of Stephen, and I'll get to Paul in just a moment. But again, Stephen died for his faith. God told him, go in, say these words, and the people did not like that. They accused him of blasphemy, and again, then they killed, they ended up stoning him, and he died for his faith. And Stephen is, I believe, what's really considered the first Christian martyr. So now this is the one where I get emotional because it just shows the power of our God, and that is the Apostle Paul. God changed his name from Saul to Paul, and then he set him, he changed his heart, he changed his life forever, he set him loose on the world, and then Paul ended up writing half of the New Testament, and I would argue became one of the greatest Christian converts in all of human history. That's how amazing our God is. He can change anybody. And he changed Saul. Remember, I just said Saul was presiding over the stoning of Stephen. That was what Paul did. He got his kicks, I think, going around killing Christians. And God changed his heart. He changed his name. And he used him in such a mighty way. And Paul was beaten several times, but he never stopped standing for the faith. His heart was truly changed. And again, Paul traveled all over the region at that time, sharing the gospel, and he prayed for boldness for believers in 1 Thessalonians 2.2. But though we have already suffered and been shamefully treated at Philippi, as you know, we had boldness in our God to declare to you the gospel of God in the midst of of much conflict. There was a lot going on. There was a lot of pushback, but Paul never gave up. And again, in that he says, we prayed for boldness, that God would give us boldness to continue to stand for his word. Paul, again, was beaten to death nearly many times. He was jailed, but he never gave up in the faith. And so I know uh, in this day and age, it seems like that a lot of people look to these so-called superheroes, you know, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, Iron Man, and they look to them for inspiration. But we should look to God's word, those 
are where the true heroes are. Those are the heroes of the faith. Again, we may not go through the same things that Paul went through or that Stephen went through, but we can read their stories. We can find inspiration in their faith, and we too can apply that to our lives and say, I am going to stand for the faith no matter the cost. And I want to talk about this before I close out today's podcast. And again, this may ruffle some feathers. This may rub people the wrong way, but it doesn't matter. And that was, it was, it broke my heart during COVID to see so many people who were unwilling to take a stand for their beliefs. And the, you know, they went along, they, they wore masks, they closed churches and these pastors that closed churches, I guess, forgot all about Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. This is not the time to be closing churches because the government tells you to close the church. Now, I don't want to get away from this where I know somebody would would sit there and would say, well, uh, you know, it says in the Bible that we are to respect authority and obey authority. And I understand that. And I, I completely agree with that. We are to obey them until they ask us to do something that goes against our faith. And forsaking the assembling of believers is against God's word. That is not how God designed it. And especially since we are living in the last days of Christ. So again, uh, I don't want to be these pastors when they get up to heaven and they're going to have to answer to God and say, why did you shut down your church? And I hope their answer is not, well, because the government told me so. Well, if the government told you to stop preaching the word, would you stop preaching the word? If they threaten to shut you down or take away your 501 C3, you've got to stand for the faith because, again, we hold pastors up, I think, in too high of a platform. And don't get me wrong, I, I appreciate what pastors do, but I think that too many times we expect them to be perfect or have this just amazing relationship with God. They can't ever do anything wrong, but they're to be the examples. They're, they were there shutting down these churches saying, well, uh, we're not going to meet or, or uh, we, we decided not to meet out of safety. Again, it's all baloney because the government wanted to do that because they wanted us to bow to them because to, to the government, the God is themselves. They want us to bow to the God of government and do everything that they say. There is nothing in the Christian faith that has to do with force, forcing people to get a vaccine, forcing people to wear masks, forcing people to close down and close their businesses. That, that's not part of Christianity. And there were so many Christians that weren't standing up and saying, look, this is not right. This is something is amiss here. The government wants to control us. They want us to bow down and worship them and think they have our best interests in mind. They don't have our best interests in mind, by the way. So, again, that is a perfect example. I think 2020 showed us a lot. I think God is shaking the tree and trying to really shake loose all those who really don't know him. And 2020 what was, I think, a really big shaking of the tree, so to speak. And we saw a lot that say, I am a Christian and I and I stand on God's word. And then we saw actions speak louder than words. And so I want to just leave you with this question. And that is, are you willing to stand for your faith at all cost? Whether it be your life, 
your job, or at the risk of losing friends, are you willing to stand on the truth of God's Word? I hope you are. And again, if you have got any questions about any of the references that I have made, or, or you know, uh, maybe you didn't catch where you can find the, the different examples of what I gave, again, you can email truthfromtheheartpodcast at gmail.com. Truthfromtheheartpodcast at gmail.com. And I just want to leave you with this takeaway, and that is as true believers, and part of the Christian walk is standing for our faith no matter the cost and sharing the truth in love and God will always honor those who stand on the truth of his word I want to leave you with this verse John 12 26 if anyone serves me he must follow me and where I am there my servant will be also if anyone serves me the father will honor him remember I started this by asking the question who do you serve And I hope you say, I serve God Almighty. Let me have a quick prayer and then I'll close today's episode. Lord, thank you so much for sharing the truth of your word with us. Lord, I pray for Christians all over the world and I pray that you would give them the boldness to stand on the truth of your word. And especially those Christians that are in countries that are very hostile against Christianity. I know there are many Christians working underground and Lord, I would pray, I pray that you just continue to give them the boldness and the faith to to stand strong and continue sharing the good news of your word with the people wherever they are. And Lord, I pray for Christians here in America and that we would stand strong and not bow to the God of government, but that we would bow our knees to you in prayer and look to you for guidance in everything that we do. Thank you for sending Jesus to die for us. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. Thank you once again for listening. This is Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan. And remember, Jesus is King, Maranatha, and God bless. Until next time.